I have one of my own beard hairs in my coffee. Yeah. Fuck it. It's my beard hair. Take three. (laughs) Nah. Fuck it. Nah. Let's just go. I'm the Yarl. Let's just go. We're fucking here to party. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. This is the New Year's Eve edition of the of of Vok. So we hope you guys are buckled up for a bunch of shenanigans. Evil shenanigans. Well, yeah, maybe. Like maybe like uh, I don't know. Something. What are you drinking? Well, it looks like you just pounded some coffee. Yeah, dude, it's coffee. Like I'm like running on energy drinks and coffee today. Oh, hate and discontent. I love yeah, it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Literally got ribs on. No food in the tank. Just, just partying. Solid. Yeah, uh, I got some beer battered uh, shrimp being made. A uh, freaking little house party on the way that I can drive the side by side to. Beer battered shrimp. Yeah. Wow. From from scratch. That sounds yummy. I I'm super stoked about it. I'm not fucking gonna be probably inebriated by the time this podcast is done before that we do that. So there's that. Hmm. Are you out already? How did that not all come out? Just trying to decide whether I want to fuck myself up or not. Yeah, just uh, fucking go for it, dude. Should I? Should I just, just do it? Fucking just, do, just it. do it. Fuck this it. one's for this one's for the people. For the people. Party people actual. We got yeah. a great cast today set up. So uh you're drinking obviously crown. That's fucking weird. Crown and coat, dude. I'm just kinda I'm trying to get rid of the crown because nobody fucking drinks it. So crown and coat. Crown is uh a bad juju thing for me. I mean it's not good by itself. No. It's like, like for everything that Jack Daniels is, it is not good by itself. Yeah. I got the so, uh, Owens Rye whiskey tonight. Is that the same one? Are you yeah. still working on that same bottle? Oh, dude, I, I have had many other bottles in between. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> like, I was like, no. you're making me feel really bad about myself right now. <laughs> I got no, like no. a new bottle every fucking day. <laughs> well, you're, you are on a bender, so that's fair. Yeah, that's uh, my it's a holiday day. bender. Fuck it. It's my... F- Four hour or my four day year ender bender. Mm. I I think I'm on on day three. Um, I I was talking to uh, the boat about this. Uh, so I was like, dude, I don't know what the deal is, but lately when I drink just fucking these goldies, I get fucked up on them. I get fucking smashed on them. Oh my gosh, dude! Last one, it gave me allergies so bad. Oh, dude, it's so crazy. It was weird. And uh, I can drink whiskey all night, and I'll get drunk for sure. But like, and and y'all have listened to us get drunk and drinking whiskey <laughs> many times. But uh, it's funny because like I'm like, dude, uh, I don't know what the fucking deal is, but it, I, I mean, I've been going to bed at like nine forty five, smashed, and I start oh, drinking at like seven thirty. That sounds so nice, dude. I haven't been to bed that early in so long. Bro, when I went and flew the Falcon, um, on Friday, so oh, uh, that's horrible. Uh, <laughs> Mother-in-law oh. got here, Bev got here, and uh, she showed up, and we and she brought some, she bought 10 bottles of the Montana Honey Moonshine, which is one of my favorite whiskeys. Whoa, that's a lot of bottles, dude. Well, yeah, because she lives in Salt Lake, so she can't get it in Salt Lake. Right, right. You know. Anyway, so we we started drinking, and then I started drinking, 
And then it was like, oh, shit, I got to get up and, get, and fly the Falcon. And <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> like, we delivered, like, Christmas presents to everybody up here. And, um, by the way, you should be jealous because it's the it's Mona's uh, sourdough, big Janet loaf, uh... with some fancy bougie butter and some uh, uh, orange blossom honey. Dang, yeah, that woman can cook some sourdough. Fuck, man. She, yeah. She started her own business. I know. I saw that. So uh, excited for her. I am too. Um, lots of entrepreneurs up here. Uh, I'm going to be fucking super white by the end of this next year in my beard. Watch. Think? What? Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I have like a long one. It like goes yeah. from like my jawline all the way down. I was like, God, if you, shit. if you look at my, cut be- that out. dude, if you look at my, at my beard, right? Like there's a fucking streak of white that just comes down right here. Like the Maybe whole thing go. is turned. Maybe it'll grow in like super cool, like the boat's gray hair did. Oh man, maybe, but probably not. Knowing my luck, it's gonna be a streak of white, <laughs> and on this side, I'm gonna get a fucking something other weird, crazy color that I actually think that I had in my my jeans. It's gonna, it's gonna go black. Yeah, fucking watch, dude. I'm just gonna be like, hmm, that guy. So, huh. uh, yeah. So we got, uh, you know, it was Mona's, um, it's Vika's birthday, so I did a surprise birthday party. So Thursday started drinking. Friday continued drinking, flew the bird both days, completely hungover, had to pull over driving out to the woods to throw up. <laughs> Not like my normal oh, hack up my lung, but like, like an I'm actual, driving, like, I'm like oh, fucking, I'm, it's gone. I was like, this McDonald's is helping me because it's expelling some of this danger. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. Dude, it was fucking brutal. But bird came back three times in a row. Pretty happy about it. She's back. That's good news. Yeah, she's still there. She uh has she getting, like uh, fat and happy. She's doing a lot of roadrunner syndrome. Didn't know how to kill a pigeon. So um the guy that I got her from, uh, he he had her for his breeding project for like three months and he was like, Hey man, since Bjorn died, you want to fly her? And I was like, sure. Where'd she come from? So she was a wild take, meaning she was, you know, taken out of the eerie as a they call him a fuzzy, right? An Ayas is what it's called. Um, for anybody who actually cares. But uh, anyway, so she imprinted on this dude, and he was like, oh, I flew her all the time. She knows how to kill. No, nah, man. She fucking grabbed a pigeon in my garage. So I trained her to, to always be where I'm at because I'm in the grocery store. We're working on uh, a communication here. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> she she climbed on top of the pigeon. Pigeon is still alive, and she starts plucking the wing feathers and still, instead of killing it. And she climbed on the stomach, which is not how they do it. Because, like, falcons have a tooth right in their beak. So they'll climb on the back and they take the tooth and they separate the, or they immediately kill the bird by smashing that tooth in between the vertebrae of the bird that they just tackled. Super fucking, super fucking metal stuff. Right. But she's just like fucking plucking this, this pigeon wings out and eating it while it's alive. And I'm like, um, that's new. Four falcons. She just likes playing with her food, bro. Dude, in my mind, I was literally thinking of that show Misery with Kathy Bates, where she keeps oh, breaking the yeah. writer's fucking ankles and shit. I was like, <laughs> all right. So it kind of brought like this whole realm around to me, like of like, maybe women are just crazy on every aspect. It doesn't matter what species. <laughs> I don't fucking know. What is happening? I'm like, you know, in my mind, I'm like low key thinking like, like, like is going to like. She's going to break your legs, bro. Yeah. If I don't you gotta get watch fucking, out. 
I don't, if I don't get the shed done, man, I, oh, man, I was totally Dude. not going to have knees. Yeah. Too, Kneecap. Bad. She's like, yeah, now you're building it in a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting up on top, bitch. Good luck, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, just kind of this weekend's going to have been basically like uh, one of those weekends where we, where it's like you eat between drinks and naps. Yeah. Well, I like I haven't been off for like this many consecutive days i think in like i don't know how many years yeah. so i'm struggling to find to what to do with myself productive and like yeah like i'm like nine days into 11 days off so mm. i'm on day nine and i we went to a cabin and mm. fixed broken stuff and <laughs> it's like it never ends dude so mm-hmm. i mean that i got to be a little bit productive up there but you know the sun goes down so early and then it just starts dropping i think it was like negative five has it been negative we once there. up here not yeah, in one time well and you got to figure like that's like almost 4500 feet higher than where you live and where i live too because i think yeah. there's only like 200 feet difference well, between at, you I'm and at, i i'm at 4508 yeah, I think I'm at like 46. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's freaking like the sun goes, the sun, while the sun's up, it was like 40 up there mm-hmm. and like snow is melting. And then as soon as the sun goes away, it's like cold as shit. So, oh, yeah. But yeah, still with like frozen, frozen, uh, gray water pipes. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Well, that sucks ass. Yeah, but well, so that was fun. Yeah. I'm uh I have found recently that I even though I loathe it, I'm apparently really efficient at building things now. Because I had to put that roof on, I put the roof on in two hours, the whole thing. <laughs> now you're just bored. Don't have anything to do. You should have drug it out. It's just dude, like no. you, just like put beers on the different parts of the roof, you know? I won't dude the whole goal for me was to freaking get it done so I could take a nap, right? And then this is a segue into the next section here, but, um, and then all of a sudden I start getting these fucking text messages about our new sign and I'm oh like, yeah, Oh, it's fucking bitching. bitching dude. And, um, I'm like, this is fucking so badass. So I'm like, okay, well I got to finish this so that way I can go do whatever dumb social media thing that I have to do. And so I'm like, all right, cool. This is the plan of operation. Okay. I'm going to fucking get this done all. So I just took all of the materials and I threw them up on the a roof by myself. I was like, I don't really care. I can move things around while I'm up here. So I don't have to get down. Right. <laughs> like everything you could possibly imagine. I had all up, all up on the roof. Right. Um, <clears throat> no beer in the house. Super frustrated. with <laughs> I, I So I had to, also was like, I don't want to drink whiskey on the roof. Mm, yeah. I could see how that would be a little dangerous. Right, a beer or two. Fine. But whiskey. Listen. I can hold a coherent conversation pretty drunk, but I'll walk in cursive. And I don't walking. Need... Yeah. Walking, yeah. climbing up and down the ladder. At yeah. least if you fell off, it probably wouldn't hurt until like the next day. Or until I was dead. Because I wouldn't I wouldn't fall off normal. Have you met me? It would be some like, some scorpion yourself up. on the ground. Yeah, it'd be just like, oh, hey, by the way, so someone's going to come up here and mix the honey, right? Because my back is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> fucked up. So, <laughs> she broke uh, my knees anyway. Yeah. Uh, so we, uh, so I, I did that. And then we had the uh, 
the updates, dude. We had, had so many fucking crazy updates, right? So went out flying um, with the bearded bard off of uh, TikTok, and he like taught me a whole bunch of stuff about like posting and all these other things. And then uh, he posted, and we started getting like all these comments and likes on TikTok, which is crazy because I didn't post a damn thing. I just reposted it. I just do what you do. I yeah, yeah. Like the zero That's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Except, there's a little bit of effort that goes into it, but people don't want to see people don't want to see my face. They want to see your face. Well, let me have that. that might not all be true. I think uh, <laughs> I think there's this they just don't know the joy that you bring to people. <laughs> the hate and discontent. Just the hey, by the way, have you seen my shit face? It looks like my smile face. <laughs> this is this is the same face. Same same face. Uh so and then um, you know, uh I think his name's Tim. I don't know. I found him on TikTok. And uh, he's like, hey, do you want to see your your son? I was like, yeah. And so he sends me the first photo, which is just the Bearded Viking Mead Company logo with just red. And that looked fucking dope, right? Just by mm -hmm. itself. And then he created a whole TikTok reel. And then I started, I posted it to like, I think I'm on like nine social media platforms now. And like that isn't fast. Because like you have to write a whole bunch of hashtags and all this other fucking shit. And um, I started posting it, and then I got fucking stuck, dude, because, like, I wanted to just, like, study for Global Econ. But you know what's better than studying for Global Econ to finish a final in your master's degree? Um, scrolling. Scrolling, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, it goes back to last week's episode. So right. I, I started scroll scrolling, and next thing you know, like, everybody's getting home from their girls' day. And uh, I was like, ah, fuck, man, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> He didn't do shit all day. I, I mean, I did. I, I did things that just not the things, all the things that I wanted to do. I mean, I well, flew the Falcon, fixed, uh, repaired, or uh, put the metal roof on, did some business stuff. I just didn't do the other things that I wanted to do. Yeah, it's kind of weird, though, because, like, you know, this and this and, like, posting on the social media stuff, I guess maybe, like, it is work. Right, but it's like one of those things that it's always just been like a leisure thing to do. So I guess maybe like having that mindset that oh, this is what we do for work now. <laughs> I guess maybe maybe a change of mindset. I'm like I don't know, oh, okay. no, because like it's okay, not like maybe, maybe we work and this is how we work now. Like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, man. I want I want to take that on, but like literally four hours of watching fucking people build primitive houses. Yeah, see, like, you go down a rabbit hole, and you're just fucking stuck, dude. Like, dude, so, for real stuck. And it's not like, and, like, you you like it, and you're, like, next thing you know is, like, you got, like, dude, building primitive fucking fire, uh, like, home in probably Virginia. And then it's like, oh, hey, by the way, have you seen the one in Phoenix? Have you seen oh, the one in fucking Oh, and then there's whatever? this Cambodian guy that made a swimming pool by digging a hole in the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, you're, like, and then he hauled the water himself. Using a stick, yeah. Yeah, you're, like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? And you're, like. I wonder how many days this really took because it definitely, it feels like it takes like a week for them. And I'm oh, like, Oh, it had to have. So <laughs> sorry. This, I don't know how to work this thing. Did you get a new watch for your, for your Christmases? No, I've had it. I just don't wear it often, but it keeps dinging and it's fucking with me. Um, okay. I think I fixed it. But, uh, this last week I haven't been on it near as much as I usually am just cause We've been doing shit yeah. and like going up to the cabin and then, uh, you know, we had our Christmas soiree here and then, uh, like two days ago, we decided that we were going to do a big, uh, 1920s Christmas, uh, New Year's party here. Like the fapper. 
Flapper? Yeah, Flapper, Flapper yeah. Uh, so Solid. So we're having people over here tonight. So <laughs> it's just kind of like it's been fucking nuts. I'm actually but, really proud of us because we still continue to do the podcast. Well, it's that it's like that change in mindset, right? That this is work now. Even though it's not really work, it's just <laughs> it's, it's, it's like hanging out. Everybody's like Oh man, we like I, I love what you do in the podcast, and I'm like, dude, that's I, I don't do that for y'all. <laughs> I love y'all, but I don't do that. That's my therapy. Like I gotta, I gotta do, I gotta do the podcast to stay sane because it's fucking nuts. You get to watch us just do what we would do anyway. Yeah, for real. So, um, yeah. So I mean, just piggybacking off of what you said, I mean, this like I've had. So first time in my entire career at the company I work for, I've had two back-to-back five-day weekends. Like all oh, wow. my meetings were canceled. Oh shit! And I was like, I didn't even cancel. I'm the guy who cancels the meetings, and they were like, Hey, we're not going to be there. And I was like, Okay, cool. Neither am I. Then I'm going to just Bye. do some stuff in the background. And stuff in the background, you know, takes four to six hours for me to do. And I'm like, Whatever. So then it's like. I can do that at any time during the day. Are you kidding me? Like I, I can, right. I can fucking live it up and do some stuff and then like log in and do some stuff. Ah, fuck right. It. You're like golden. Let's go. Yeah. You know, and like, uh, all of the contractors hit me up and they're like, Hey, like, I don't know what's going around, but there's a fucking stomach bug going around. Like I've had friends that have been down for like two to three weeks from it. From a stomach bug. Yeah. Like, just like, like puking and shitting. Yeah, like t- uh, two of my friends who are super healthy people actually ended up in the hospital and had to get fucking IVs. I was like, what is fucking going on? Holy shit. I was like, have you tried not going around people? Fuck. Yeah, I hope I don't catch that one. That sounds sucky. Last time I had the stomach flu was right after you had the stomach flu and I came over and visited when it was all clear, but it was not all clear. Yeah, apparently it was like on the couch or something. Yeah. Was, but uh, I, I don't fun. feel like I was that sick, though. I feel like you got way sicker than I did. No, it was the boys that were super sick. Yeah. Oh you, yeah, I think I don't. Did I don't even think I ever got sick. No, you got sick. You said you just had like the 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 things that come with the flu, but not the the puking. The other things. Oh yeah. Yeah, but they, yeah. I mean, like like come hold my feet. I yeah. gotta I gotta work yeah. this out. Yeah. Right. And uh, and then I left. <laughs> it was like right before Thanksgiving, and then I left, and dude, I was going to pick up the girls for Thanksgiving at the airport and I had my dad with me and I had Vika with me and I was like driving, I was getting on the, on, on Bangor highway off 106th mm-hmm. and I literally opened up the door and just died at the stoplight. <laughs> my dad and I did a fucking Chinese fire drill so we could go get the girls oh, shit. Back and everybody got it. I was like, this is fucking bad, dude. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't I don't remember the boys like puking though. I don't know. It like, it's, it's like I, all five, that sh- four years ago. All that shit fucking hits people so different. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it was that long ago, then then Cedar was like a baby. Yeah, it was like I think Sam got it pretty good and Justin got it, and you were just fucking struggling. I just fucking was like trying to stay away from them, try not to catch their plague. Yeah, probably, but you can't in the house. It's no, it's, it's just the house is not big enough for that. Yeah, you have to be in zip codes to do that. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. If, if you're in the but, same city, they'll come visit you. Yeah, I don't think I've I haven't been like super duper sick, like knock on wood for fuck 
maybe since like 2019. Like there's days where I'm like, fuck, I cannot work. Like I can't focus because like that, <laughs> you know, a man cold or something. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, this is not fucking worth it. Even though you work from home, you're just like, fuck it. I'm not, I'm not working today. Like I feel like yeah. dog shit, but like, like sick, sick, like down for like two or three days, probably like 2019. Like when I think I got COVID mm-hmm. before COVID, you know? Yeah. But that was like, that was like a three day and it sucked because I was just I, fucking tired. Dude, I've been sick three times total in the past or four times total in the past five years. The one sickness we just talked about, and then I got the original Rona, mm-hmm. right? Um, actually, back that up. When I was in London, I got sick, real bad sick. Like, like I had a hundred and four degree fever and had to go yes, to the doctor. just boiling brains. Yeah, and uh, so I had to go to the doctor. I felt like dying when I was living in London, and then um, I just sweated it out because I'm a grown man who it was probably like <laughs> really like a ninety seven degree fever. <laughs> But, but I mean, really, dude, it was fucking terrible. And then, um, and then I got the original COVID, which was fucking brutal. And I was in the middle of the 75 hard. Remember that? Oh yeah. You were and chatting it up. Fucking chatting like a motherfucker. And I was walking. It's like to do the, instead of going to the gym, cause I'd been super religious about the gym. I, I walked up and down the stairs for 45 minutes in my house and dude, I made it like 10 times. I was like, this is fucking oh, yeah. oh, good. Yeah. Fucking died. Uh, so tired. So, so tired. tired. And uh, and then I did just, dude. I was just out. So for my outside workout, I just went in the backyard and I just did yoga because it's all I could fucking do. But I <laughs> that's, that's still so tiring. So tiring. And then um, I got the I got the vid again last year, and that's pretty much it, man. I don't really get sick very much because I'm like I'm always outside. I'm always doing shit. You know, I don't I don't just think. If you're active, you're less likely to get sick, you know? Yeah, dude. And I think, like, even, like, I think with that being, like, the last time I really got freaking sick sick, I don't remember it being, like, super, like, head cold or anything like that. I just felt, like, weak and just tired of shit. Yeah. I was like, okay, this fucking sucks, but, like, whatever. Dude, with the Rona, everybody was, like, is always super worried about like, you know, death and all that shit, which is whatever teach their own and, and fear is just the lack of knowledge. Right. But for me, whenever the Rona comes and hits me and it's like, Hey, I'm going to pay you a visit this year. Cause it's like the flu or whatever now. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause it's never going to end. Um, it's the body aches, dude. I, I literally, every time I feel like, like there's one pain in this world that I will never deal with again. If I don't have to, I had two kidney stones at the same time. Oh, fuck. Dude. And, like, it felt like I was so sore. It felt like I had kidney stones. Like, I thought that I had kidney stones. And I was like, I drink a shitload of water. I don't even fucking drink energy drinks. And I barely drink pop. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is going on? And so I was like, fuck, dude. Like, And I just remember, like, every movement from my entire body, all my joints hurt. And I was like, fuck this, dude. This sucks balls. Like, whoever invented this, you're all dickbags. You suck. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck being sick. I I think I have, like, the most ass-backwards, like, sick remedy is, and it probably doesn't work. It's, I don't know. It seems like it's worked for me. But, like, if I feel, like, the sniffles coming on, like, the starting of the man cold, Mm. like, I'll go, like, pop an Allegra and then take, like, all the fucking vitamins and then, and then get, and then get shit canned off whiskey, dude. 
So like my body doesn't know whether I'm trying to kill it or whether it should kill the virus or it should kill me. And just, I think it just can, gets confused. And Dude, I'm dies. a firm, I'm a firm believer. If you have the stomach cold, you should get fucking smashed because the alcohol will kill everything in your gut. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm like, if the alcohol doesn't do it, the vitamins will fucking do it. So yeah, let's fucking I mean, team this shit. I'm no fucking doctor, but I'm trying to work it from both angles, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody can fuck half... me like me. <laughs> I don't even want to have the shit the doctors prescribe anymore. Like uh, my dad got put on Augmentin, which has been around forever, right? Yeah, isn't that shit like super bad for you? Yeah. So, well, I did, you know, for the longest time, they didn't know because why would they do a study on what's good for you? Uh but like he got put on an augmentin and it killed all of his fucking good bacteria. Yeah, in his gut. all the good biome. Yeah, and so he had to like he was on a fucking yogurt and uh, kefir, kefir, kefir diet for like oh a yeah, week yeah. And a half. I know what you're talking about right. I mean, don't get me wrong, that shit's fucking delicious. But like, I want some steak. I don't give a fuck about yogurt. Right. I want steak. I yeah, want that sucks. I'm like... a fucking carnivore. Put yogurt on my steak. <laughs> Fuck no. Like people in the mid in the Midwest, did you ever go to Wisconsin or something like that? And you're like, you order a steak and it comes out with brown gravy on it. Like, what the fuck is this? No, I've never, nah, never. Yeah. Don't put gravy on my steak, dude. <laughs> dude, like, I've. If I've, it's not good enough to stand up on its own, dude, I don't want it. Just tell me up front, do you put? I, and I always tell them, like, hey, do you put gravy on steak? Because I've been to the Midwest so many times now. I'm like, dude. Okay, listen, y'all are good at cheese. And you're good at drinking, but your steaks are fucking fine without brown gravy. And if I say that I want mushrooms and fucking caramelized onions on top of it, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean add brown gravy to the mushrooms <laughs> and caramelized onions. <laughs> Fuck off. Leave it alone. Um, I is funny. So we were uh, we came back from the cabin and I was like. Like, fuck, dude, like, let's go do something. Let's go to dinner or something. And, like, I made a bunch of suggestions and, you know, Justine did, like, the the typical, like, woman thing. Well, I don't want that. I don't want that. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want? And I was like, let's get classy. Let's go to Applebee's. <laughs> and she's like, that actually sounds pretty good. So we went to Applebee's and they, like, they fucking, like, the big old dollop of, like, garlic butter on the steak. And, like, you can get, like, a good, like, mediocre steak from from applebee's dude yeah i'm like let's let's get fancy let's steak and shrimp it up (laughs) you know dude speaking on that same thing right so most underrated salad bar ever is the sizzler salad bar i don't even know if we have a sizzlers anymore yeah there's one on 90th and that's a long ways to go for sizzler and there's one on 78th and and uh redwood still a long way to go for sizzler I'm just letting you know. Like, you got to be in the neighborhood. You're like, huh, there's a Sizzler. Oh, I said so I grew up with my, my, my grandma would always take us to Sizzler, right? <laughs> it's and cheap. Like, she'd you got to like, feed a bunch of kids. Well, it was just me and my little brother, so it wasn't crazy, right? It was just the two of oh, us, yeah. right? And um, so we, we would go to Sizzler, and she'd be like, you can get whatever you want. And I was like, I'm just going to get the salad bar because they got, like, a fucking taco bar. Dude, they got a fucking chili bar. They got the fucking <laughs> the dessert fucking bar. And, you know, it wasn't like when you go to, like, uh, Chuck or Ram or anything like that where, like, somebody's going to cut some shit for you. But, like, I used to make these fucking giant salads, and I would take all of the ham and bacon and fucking just all of it and just basically dump it in. And it was like, salad, right? And then I would just have, like, fucking Yum. four or five tacos. <laughs> and it, I mean, it was fucking perfect. Like, and I never even got to dessert because I was always so – it was so good. I don't think I've eaten. I don't think I've eaten like a Sizzler, Chuckarama, in probably 
20 years, 25 years. Like it's, I have one rule if I ever go to a, like a buffet, right? This is one rule that was taught to me by like these, these wise old men who pissed my dad off all the time, all these firefighters, right? (laughs) So we go to like that, we go to hometown buffet when it was, when it, before it turned into what up golden corral or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, so we go to hometown buffet we walk in and like, there's like all these different stations and everything else. And, uh, this firefighter looks over at me and he's like, you should go to the dessert bar first. I'm like 14. Like, what are you talking about? That's not normal. He's like, get the dessert out of the way and then fill up on the savory shit, bro. Trust me. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I come it's back. Kind of, with a, it's kind of a genius idea, right? It's fucking smart, right? Like you get your <laughs> fucking treat up front and then you fill up with the shit that keeps you going later. And so that's what I do now. Like I just, I do that now. And you should have seen the look on my face or, or my dad's face. He was like, what the fuck did you just tell my son? And like, the, the guy's like, trust me, it'll be fine. So I went and I got like a fucking Sunday. I made a Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. Snarfed that bitch down. And then I just fucking went and got like all the steaks and all this other shit. And I was just like, we're fucking golden, man. Like, and now I just can't go Dude, to a buffet. You got all the sugar. Now you're getting all your salty shit. Yeah. yeah now I'm fucking filling up with the good shit, right? The sugar is going to run through my system. I'm going to go into like, it allows the food coma to set in like an hour later. So you get home and you're fucking night night <laughs> you're just like, ah. i'm fucking good the sugar <laughs> guy wears off it's like perfect dude it's fucking crazy so now i just want to go to a buffet i mean who does like buffets these days are way better than when we were kids i haven't been to one for i gotta i gotta like i gotta class it up some more and go to a oh, buffet yeah. again well you just, just gotta go to, hit, you, i just go to vegas and you hit one of those bougie oh dude those are so good there's a good one in uh redding or not Reading. What is it? Uh, like California? No, no. It was uh, uh, was it the Red Red Lion or something like that. It's uh, kind of like on the outskirts of Vegas, and we huh. stayed at like this Marriott Resort that's that's kind of away from everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, it was the bombest buffet ever. It was it was so good. The it's very, best, very classy. The best buffet i've ever been to so i did a, a a color guard for the stein erickson lodge oh wow nice name drop uh yeah i had no idea what it was right no clue <laughs> i'm not fucking i've never been on dude i was like for the longest in the military dude i was like dude we're going to like up chakarama that's a fucking expensive fucking trip, right? In my mind, right? And then I, think, we, I go. I think it was like always kind of like low key expensive, but you, they got you got you got your money. You got, out yeah, of it, it's like the balance, right? Like uh, it's not like I'm Homer Simpson lining my fucking pockets, taking with a uh, ziplocs and fucking rolling out, right? <laughs> right, right. No, uh, so like, so th- so let me paint the picture for you with my colorful <laughs> words right let me bob ross this bitch up for you and tend oh, a happy little cloud happy little cloud so um we did the we do the 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 color garden like here here's two gift certificates for each of you to come to the stein erickson lodge and i was like for what man like i'm fucking come up here like this is bougie 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 shit right like a room is like 500 dollars a night that's not even a fucking nice room right like it's a room so I'm like, just okay, read. cool. So um, I go on a, a date and I roll up there 
and dude, at the beginning of the buffet, they have fresh king salmon right next to oh, the king. shit. Yeah, dude. Right next to the king salmon, they have a giant thing of those bougie ass cans of caviar that you could just pop. Damn. And I was like, what the fuck? King crab? This is for a fucking brunch buffet. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. So you you walk down the line. And you're like, I'm going to try that. I'm going to try that. And then, like, you get to the pastries. Bro, I ain't ever had pastries like that, man. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I like, like, for a buffet, let alone That's in real. my lifetime. I, right? And then you get, and they're like, hey, we're going to custom make you an omelet. And they're whipping the eggs. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, like whipped egg omelet, right? And like you're like, I need more cheese. And they're like, How much cheese do you want? Do you want like two ounces? Do you want? <laughs> I, want I want this much. <laughs> I was like, Make it, make it cheese with eggs, not eggs with cheese. Like that's. And can you put some bacon in there? Yeah, yeah. Do you want some prime rib on, on the side? Like, uh, yeah. Why don't you do that? So, so I literally stayed there for four and a half hours. It's a lot. Be- because they were feeding me free booze. Like any booze you wanted was free. Did uh your did your uniform fit after? Oh yeah, because I was like fucking twenty three and fucking ripped, dude. I could fucking like just my body was like, Hey man, fucking all that thanks for all that energy. Let's go run three miles. Mm-hmm, and I was like, that. Oh fucking all right, cool, we're in. Uh no dude, it was the best buffet ever. So um, if you ever get a chance that you can save up and take out a small loan, go there. <laughs> it's like two hundred dollars a plate. Oh man, that's yeah. that's like eating at uh, uh, Ruth Chris. Yeah, except for uh, Ruth Chris was really good steak, and that was just really good fucking all of it. <laughs> all of it. I had yeah. some good whiskey too. Yeah, yeah, that the eagle, eagle rye, eagle river, eagle, eagle, eagle angel's eagle, envy, it, whatever it is. Yeah, that one, mm-hmm. super off. Samsonite, that was way off. It was right there on the briefcase. Yep. Uh, we got some cool things coming up. Uh, super excited about this. So, if you are listening to us in Texas, by the way, uh, we will be in Texas from the first to the seventh of February. Yeah, that's gonna yeah, be well, that's gonna it's gonna come up really quick too. Yeah, and if you're lucky and you get invited, we'll have some apple pie mead. We'll probably have an OG, some tier. First to the seventh? Are we really going to go for a whole week? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. We got a lot of people to talk to. There's uh, a lot of people who want to do. So we're going to be on the Truth Tall Tales and Whiskey podcast. Mm -hmm. And we're going to be meeting up uh, at Deep Ellum with Michael Summers uh for us uh a gig and then uh i think martin antonio is going to be playing as well during that time frame while we're down there we'll see um and we got to meet uh we're doing a a a brunch or lunch or whatever it is (laughs) we're doing a brunch with uh the swedish redneck oh yeah that's right the swedes down there so nice that's be awesome and then uh a whole bunch of people that uh, you haven't met yet that you're going to meet so i'm excited for you that are all friends of mine that are in the military down there. They're in the military right now, or were yeah. in the military? No, in, in. Bunch yeah. of Air Force folk. Uh oh. Yeah, they're making the trip from San Antonio. 
Nice. Dallas. I didn't know anything about this. Yeah, well, as soon as I got the dates, I was like locked down. Tro fucking finally came through with the dates. I've been asking <laughs> for the dates for a minute. He's been busy. I got to give him shit for it. But yeah, it was fucking awesome. So, so we got the meetup coming up. And let's talk about the really exciting shit. Can we just for a minute? Are we doing something? We're getting a fucking alcohol license in theory in January. Everything for the second time. Yeah. <laughs> Round time. two. Fight. This was a permanent one. But like, here's the thing, right? So, so we were all we, we were told we could probably get this done by the end of the year, but because of schedules and inspector inspectors and all this other shit, it got pushed. So, we're gonna brew in January. That's a weird fucking conversation to have because it's been two goddamn years. Yeah, it's been a very expensive two years. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to to get it up and running. I can't wait. Like everything's finally together and it's like we got the parking lot in. How badass was that parking lot look? <laughs> You're so like overjoyed at the parking lot. It's Dude. Just fucking funny. Like it looks good. It looks good, but you're so excited about a parking Man, lot. It's, here, it's like the little things now. Yeah. They're like just kind of setting it off. The That's like getting of... your dessert. We're finally getting the dessert. Yeah, we should have started we, at the first. We should have done the damn parking it. lot should have been first. <laughs> Fuck. The right? sign, the parking lot. You're Dude. getting the dessert now. Yeah, like the, the little, the uh, accoutrement, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like we're getting those little tiny pieces done. Um. And it's it's fucking crazy to me because like like a lot of people have I don't know how they've been with you but from my perspective like man this is like got to be a passion because I would have given up after like the first six months and I'm like I'm just too stubborn I I have a fucking plan for my future and the only way the plan works is if I inch closer and closer to the finish line that's no, it. just just like I said when we were starting this whole thing um. When you're like, dude, we got to have like uh, people invest and, you know, you have that having that conversation with just she's like, are we doing it? I was like, yeah, we're definitely going to do it. I was like, he's too dumb and too stubborn to fail. Like, it's not it's going to happen. And she's like, that was pretty much like all she needed to hear was like, he's too dumb to fail (laughs) because she's like, I know, JT. And uh, so that was it was funny. It was just kind of like the the conversation two years ago right mm-hmm. and like over time it's been like more and more and more and more so we could get to the finish line so we could have a little bit of that dessert uh oh, but yeah it's parking lot. god dude <laughs> dude it's been a journey man like we've learned so much about each other we've become way way closer way tighter as a family group and friends like we started off as like close friends and then we became best friends and now we're family and that journey of failure like just because it's like every time you turn around, you're you're in new uncharted waters. It's like, how do you, how well, do you navigate just, this? And just the fight too, right? Because, you know, constantly like, not like fighting, but, you know, like, dude, this isn't going to work. You know, going back and forth and like having, uh, what do they call it? Constructive criticism and in mm-hmm. in. Uh, <laughs> in uh, spirited conversations i like that spirited <laughs> spirited that's what we're doing uh, yeah we'll go with that um just it, to kind of like to get to that finish line and figure out like how much more we didn't know about each other or you know how much we didn't know about, about each other compared to like now we're you know we're always learning and figuring shit out and you know trying to you know 
drive the thing forward. But yeah, the amount of stuff that we didn't actually know about each other was crazy. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Like you think you know somebody and then you, and here's the best part about it. Right. So like, I, I think that that journey and like, by the way, if you're tr- trying to start up a business, right. And you don't surround yourself with some hard hitting motherfuckers who are willing to literally get punched in the face in a conversation with you and then wake up 20 minutes later and be your best friend still like you got the wrong people. Well, and I think like we kind of set, I think we set ourselves up for success when it came to like that portion of it, because we said, okay, we're going to do this, but like we're family first and then Mm -hmm. we have the business. So don't bring the business shit into the family shit. Like, yeah, and we, we you can all have com- to compartmentalize and be fucking mad at each other at work. But when it's family time, it's family time. Yeah, like, I think that was kind of and, you know, and like sometimes that doesn't make sense to people or it doesn't resonate or they can't compartmentalize enough to do that. But I think we've all been pretty successful with, you know, yeah. com- compartmentalizing work from like family and and just yeah. outside just BSing, you know. So, yeah, I think that's kind of a a good separator when it comes to how we've done things versus how other people might do things. Yeah. Well, and also on top of that too, though, we're very vocal about it, right? There's mm-hmm. been time. Everybody's been called out on it in the company. Like where we're like, Hey, no, 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 this is a vacuum. Like we have to remind each other, especially when we good like 20 fucking hours of drinking in together. Cause that's kind of <laughs> how it works. Um, <laughs> We have to like literally remind each other, like, no, 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 this isn't about, this isn't about coaching. This isn't about your girls. This isn't about this. This is the thing that you're missing. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't like, this is not about anything outside of the thing you're missing. And it's really weird because you have to reflect when somebody calls you out on it. You Mm -hmm. literally got to take a step back and be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it, I think it kind of goes along with like. I think like the men's mental health portion of it too is because like what we were talking about last time or a couple times ago was like trying to trying to navigate the things that we're going through and finding out and everything. And like now people are on the internet talking about it where like our dads didn't have like the internet to talk about it or whether they're like, you know, I don't need to talk about this shit with anybody. And I think they just didn't really realize that there was that giant group of dudes from, what do we say, like 30 to to like 50, maybe mm-hmm. on up, going through the same shit, but nobody ever talked about it. So now it's being talked about. And then, you know, we took it a step further when we started the company because now we got to talk about and air out all the fucking shit all the time to mm-hmm. make sure that we can keep pushing the thing forward and have some kind of like emotional intelligence on how to you know accomplish the goals and not kill each other at the same time because everybody's yeah everybody is like very much a leader in what they do and Mm -hmm. just in life that's part of the company and that definitely makes for for interesting spirited conversations from time to time, (laughs) you know, some of us are way smoother about it than others. And it's just, it is what it is. Right. But it was kind of, 
it was it's, it's kind of like growing pains and i'm sure that we are not out of our trials and tribulations but we get to learn years. about it yeah we get to learn about it figure out where we fucked up and then at this point tell everybody else hey don't do this <laughs> because yeah. like we could write a book about it you know yeah. what the bearded viking way <laughs> and just don't do My, this when i how before, to not before i die i will publish the memoirs called the bearded viking way mm-hmm. it will happen yeah <clears throat> and and you'll read it and you're like did a fucking five-year-old write this in crayon and the yep. answer is no because i ate the crayon <laughs> And I use I use Siri to transcribe my drunken conversations. Right. So whatever exactly. it is is what it it's is. Like, it's like a video diary. Like the, the the podcast is like a video diary of what the fuck yeah. is going on. Dude, it's so how we funny. fucked it up and how we're trying to fix it. I, I hey, by the way, on that note too, um, I want to I want to do a huge shout out to the Bearded Viking family because December twenty eighth was the day that Monty passed. Right. It was a brutal mm-hmm. day for me, and all of you guys reached out to me. And I just want to tell you guys thanks. It's been four years. It doesn't get it, it doesn't get harder. It just gets easier to deal with each year. This year was mm-hmm. awesome. I got I, I fucking popped an edible. Vika was like super kind and like she popped an edible <laughs> and we watched some <laughs> stupid shit and we were laughing for like <laughs> forever, best. ever and ever and ever. And you know, like we had some hilarious conversations that I'll tell you offline because like I don't want to get canceled. <laughs> so, so, but they were they were they were great. I just want to tell everybody thanks for that. That's really important. Well, uh, it was, re- it was. It was. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it okay. was it was funny because um, when you sent the message, we were all kind of we we're all all like all over the place. Yeah, like the boat was doing boat things. Chasing like, projects. Tro was Tro was you know probably at a concert somewhere i'm in the middle of the freaking woods like doc trying to ride trying to fix something that's broken that he (laughs) broke yeah that's broken on the freaking side by side or something and so like but it was funny because everybody just randomly was already drinking like whiskey so just the the whiskey pictures that were coming across like oh shit cheers to monty that shit was pretty fucking cool you know randomly just yeah. totally apart and separated, but like 100% together in mindset. Yeah. yeah, dude, it was it was it was wild, right? Um, so so speaking of video video diaries and like I think this actually goes to like some of the stuff we're about to talk to talk about, but um, I use Facebook not because I actually care about likes or reactions or comments or anything, because like, most of the time I don't on Facebook I just don't, right? But I've been using it for so long it's actually a documentary like a documentation of my life. Like pictures pop up, yeah. Yeah, right? And so like I start getting these fucking photos of Monty and I'm like, "Oh, fuck, man. I already knew it was the day. I don't want to deal with the day, right? Like I just don't. Like Monty was mm-hmm. my he is my best friend. Mm-hmm. He saved my life. He was there when he shouldn't have been and he was always just unconditional, much like Gunny for you. Right? Mm-hmm. And so like the first year was brutal. The first year, I, I went back to that fucking uncon- uncontrollable sobbing in the shower. Like, where you're just, like, fucking singing a song or whatever, and, like, something reminds you of your pup. And you're just, like, fucking Niagara Falls. <laughs> Niagara Falls, Frankie, darling. And you're like, fuck you, dude. Like, I don't ever cry. Like, I don't cry. I just don't. It's not a thing that I do. Because, like, when I do, that means to me that there's something terrible or super traumatic that's happened. 
and like I've lost so many friends that I just have become numb to death with humans. But dude, yeah, dogs are different, dude. Same thing. So different. Same thing. Like being like being around death and like having friends die or finding friends and stuff like that, and not being able to do anything to bring them back. Um, that that shit's fucking hard. But I and and people, you know, they deal with shit different. Uh, but yeah, as far as like crying and and doing stuff like that i'm not a big crier either and it's just kind of like you've learned it like i probably just more compartmentalization right yeah but not healthy at all not, yeah not, no, not healthy at all that's all right we'll die early we'll make people rich right Fine. but yeah i think uh i definitely know where you're coming from with that dogs are just way fucking better than people oh. I, I'll uh, I'll be around for your one year, by the way. So. Oh, I just had my one year. From Gunny? Yeah. It was in August. What? Yeah. That was, dude. I really just thought that that just barely happened. It seems like it. Like time we've had like had a time slip. Dude, well, that's what that, that's the thing with Monty, right? So like, my kids call Monty the keeper of the world, the protector of the world, because yeah. as soon as Monty passed, like all this bullshit happened with COVID and everything else. <laughs> and I was like, ah, fuck, fuck. Um, it's really weird. Pardon me. That was a little, that was a little bit different. <laughs> Oof, that was, a, that was a, a deep growl. Anyway, um, it's weird, right? But like jumping in the men's mental health thing here, right? So having that brotherhood, amazing right Mm -hmm. but it's the accountability that you all had for me as your friend as your brother yeah it was really important and there's another another example of this recently so i i get like a lot of messages about the podcast and i get a lot of messages about like how great we're doing uh for the bearded viking and all these like these uplifting messages was amazing Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I, I, I want to tell everybody, keep them coming. Cause like, like there's been times when <laughs> I'm like, I'm fucking selling everything so I could just go do the things that I want to do. Right. Like I'll just, I'll just bootleg it right in my mind. Right. <laughs> Never actually ever done that, but like the, y'all, y'all really do that. But here's, here's the, the main thing that I want to talk about today. Well, there's two, two main things, right. For me, uh, for the mental health session. Right. So there's the accountability of your friends. Now, don't take this as you're holding your friends accountable, but your friends holding you accountable mm-hmm. for checking on them and following up. Because, like, there is a piece of that puzzle, especially during the holidays, that we miss consistently. And I'll give an example. So my my friend, we call him Jaws because uh, he's got a giant jaw, like a big fucking jaw. Right. So I posted a couple things. I'm like, hey, check on your friends during like the holidays. Like I was just like everybody who knows who talks to me a lot knows that I'm fine. Right. I'm, like the holidays have actually been great to me lately. Um, knock on that fucking wood, though. Um, <laughs> but like uh, so I posted a couple of things and then the thing with the Monty and and, and uh, he was like, hey, man, I'm just doing a buddy check real quick on you. Sends me a message. Right. You're posting some shit. You're getting me worried. Are you okay? I was like, dude, 
that is the most epic thing ever. And if 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 I can get somebody to do that for me, they're definitely doing it for their other friends. Because yeah, I don't talk to him all the time. He just right. randomly did it. And that's the accountability because they're holding you accountable, right? And in turn, you need to hold other like yourself accountable to check on your other friends. It's kind of like that uh, whole pay it forward aspect. Yeah, dude. Like the what we talked about uh, two podcasts ago when when I talked to you about like that that Christmas what I I couldn't do anything. Like I mm-hmm. I'll never meet Lauren again. I and I hope that 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 dude is just out there fucking killing it and he's got all of the Miatas in his life. <laughs> right. All of them, right? But I I'll never meet him again, so I got to pay it forward. I got to do right by him because of the memory he gave me, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it definitely there's a lot of different aspects of, of accountability and, and, you know, being held accountable and holding your friends and, and everybody accountable too. Uh, especially, you know, if somebody's not doing good, there's definitely that. But if somebody's just randomly being an asshole, there's probably some kind of underlying factor or something that's going on or, you know, what's, you know, what's the reason, what's the reason, you know, which we recently experienced with some really close friends of ours. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it kind of made me think like, holy shit, like we're not, we're like, we have to make sure that we're practicing what we preach more. Uh, and it kind of worried me a little bit, but you know, I think, you know, we're, we're in good shape. Like I think we fixed what we fucked up Yeah. as far as like not doing like our close, like friends and family type buddy checks, like we should. And I think we kind of learned our lesson with that. Like nothing that anything like nothing drastic happened just for no, those of you that are listening, but just yeah. kind of an oversight. Like we didn't think about it. Right. Yeah. So it's one of our strongest, one of our strongest members needed to have some dude time with us. Mm-hmm. Whether it was an hour and a half conversation or it was like hanging out with, with a couple of the guys of the crew or whatever it was, it didn't matter. It just needed to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really weird to me because we i literally try to practice like i don't talk to anybody about stuff that i don't do because i don't fucking know what i don't do you know what i'm saying like i just mm-hmm. talk about and i know you're the same way that's what, how we are and so like it's really weird that like i'll reach out to random people just to say hi right but i that oversight of your close circle mm-hmm. is such a big step dude yeah it's like it's and, and you don't you don't know that you take that step until you've already taken it and then you're like oh oh baby steps you know like what about bob right like mm-hmm. baby steps on the elevator like that fucking thing <laughs> right like like it's like baby steps and it really goes back to the philosophy that i live my life by which is really you know the it, it's it's based off of uh the james clear book ah fucking sp- exp- like it's my bible and i'm i'm having a fucking brain cramp right now hold on <laughs> But the the idea behind it, I it's so fucking annoying when I do that. Um, atomic habits, right? So it's like the book of Atomic Habits. It's like doing the small things that equal a great thing, right? And you cannot be great unless you have the best supporting cast. And an example for as a metaphor, right? Joe Montana wouldn't be Joe Montana without Jerry Rice and John Taylor. And Ronnie Lott and Dion, or not Dion Sanders, but uh, like 
like his team, Char- uh, Charles Haley, or yeah, he had a Brent supporting Jones. cast. Like his supporting cast made him better. And you look at at the world and how we are as men, and your supporting cast could either make you the Detroit Lions of 2016, where you're 0 and fucking 16, or you could be. I hate to say this, the the undefeated New England Patriots with Tom Brady in 20, whatever that was, 20, 2005, six, whatever it was, right? Like, that is the difference between success and failure. And the biggest, the biggest thing to me is that your friends need to be empowered to hold you accountable for your happiness. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's fucking weird. Well, and like trying to pick up the thing, you know, pick up what's being put down all the time is fucking, it's, it's hard. Like you hear about those people that like, oh, he's fucking happy. We were just laughing and smiling like a couple of days before and then he shot himself mm-hmm. or something like that. But, you know, everybody after is like, dude, there were signs. Like I didn't see it then, but I see it now. So it's really hard to freaking interpret that stuff or like not be that person that's always reading too far into it or something. Yeah. But no, that's a, so, that's a real statement. Yeah. It's just a really fine line of, you know, did I fuck, did I fuck up? Like, you know, well, I, I think that I would challenge people to actually over and aggressively reach out to your close circle. Like mm-hmm. just be aggressive. Like you, like over communication is okay. Under communication is not. Like yeah, because then it's too real. late. Then yeah. it's too late. And like all of us have had a too late moment. Everybody has. Mm-hmm. And it fucking sucks. Yeah, well, and it kind of makes you feel good too. It kind of gives you a warm and fuzzy feeling, like when you know you have somebody random reach out, like, "Hey, bud, how you doing?" Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, haven't heard from you from for a while because I think we all have like those like really really good people around that are just kind of like acquaintances. You don't talk to them every single day or like even every week or every month, but just randomly like send a text. Hey, dude, how you doing? Or you receive one back and you get like all warm and fuzzy about it, which is fucking awesome because you're like, oh, they they thought about me randomly or like maybe like something triggered it to them to think about me or or the same the same with, you know, when you reach out to somebody that's random that is one of your buddies or mm-hmm. or whatever i had a really weird experience um and before we start i'm not tooting my own horn i'm using this as an example of what, what what's been happening in my my life for the past since we started the podcast right so i i sitting there fucking posting some shit to social media i don't know probably taking a picture of my falcon i don't know i could have been like trying to stretch my knee i don't know Anyway, I got this fucking message, right? Um, and uh, this gal who I used to, so she used to be a cocktail waitress at Club Allure when I was a bouncer there. And mm. she's she's about 10 years older than me. And she was like, hey, I just want to let you know that I don't know how you do it, but any time that I'm feeling down, you post something that's uplifting and brings me back to center. And now her oldest son is a marine he served and he got out and she was worried about him because you know all of the things that were going on during the afghani war and iraqi war right and i was like i don't really know what to tell you because i don't do that because i'm trying to get likes or have you tell me that 
and I really don't ever talk about that outside, you know, outside of our group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but in, that's an example. Now here, you know, speaking on what we're talking about, right? I missed a conversation with somebody who I care about and I love deeply because I missed some signs. Now he's not, like I said, like you said, right? There's nothing drastic to happen, but there was definitely a dynamic that had shifted in this person's headspace. Mm-hmm. And all it took was just a conversation to reaffirm how much he matters to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think, I think it's important. And uh, there's a lot of aspects to it too, that kind of like dudes don't really talk about or well, it, like dudes don't want to have those conversations because then it's like touchy feely. Do you think stuff. it's do you think it's that or do you think it's that we as dudes just like we have a conversation that is a one t- one sentence conversation, right? Like yeah. how yeah. many times have how many times like oh, just hey, fucking <laughs> grunted each other? Yeah. Yeah. JT's, <laughs> JT's coming over and J Balls is like, when? I don't know. I didn't ask. He's gonna come over though. Like okay, okay, here when he gets here. Yeah, like yeah. When people start, yeah, like and it's always it's always the females in our life, right? Um, yeah. You know, mom, wife, you know, daughters, like friends that ask you all the questions, and you're like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Why didn't you I, ask? I, I, I don't. Never. I've never asked. I don't care. Questions? I don't care. <laughs> Said he's gonna be here, or he's gonna do this, and that was good enough. Yeah, like I like, stopped collecting information at that point. I, I don't care after that. What do you guys talk about after that? I don't know. Football uh, or baseball. Uh, all I know is that I have to start drinking water now. Because he's <laughs> showing gonna, up. Because at some point he'll be here. You have to understand that when he's here, like he'll be really quiet as long as we're outside. If we're inside, <laughs> right. he's, he's got a he's got a voice that carries, much like mine, right? Like that's a that's a conversation that you have to have, right? And like you know, you, you have that that reality of um of of looking at it from an outside perspective as you grow, as you get older, or gain wisdom, whatever it is you want to say, right? I, I think it's really getting older because the more mm-hmm. time you experience on Earth, the more wise you get because you're like ah ah fuck you bro, I ain't like- doing that shit. It was super lame, um, but it totally like fits into what we were talking about. Is uh, we were while we were up at the cabin, we watched uh, one of the newer Star Trek movies, and uh, Sam goes, uh, "How long do Vulcans live, Dad?" I'm like, I, I don't know. It's character, so I like Googled it. You know how old? And it's like it says like uh, two hundred years is like around their life expectancy or whatever in the Star Trek world. And I was like, "Fuck, that would be perfect." And Justine and I were talking about it on the way home. Like, you literally have, like, your first hundred years to, like, get smart and become wise. And then your last hundred years, you're just fucking tearing it up, you know? Yeah. I was like, like, shit, I wish we lived for 200 years. We'd have it all figured out. Yeah. Like, there's so much knowledge. It's so wild with that, right? And and your friends bring a lot of that to you. They bring these opposing perspectives, which Mm -hmm. are super fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, well... Because they challenge you to think when you don't want to think. You're like, two whiskeys deep. Fuck. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> it's so you know? weird because it seems like, I mean, and some people are never going to have it all figured out. Like, we're not all going to have it figured out. But, like, the amount of wisdom that you, like, take with you when you die 
or you know the elders you know your elders take with you when they die it's Mm -hmm. fucking insane like the actual like skills and knowledge and stuff that you could never even know the questions to ask them about Mm -hmm. so you could learn it from them like it's just gone it's gone with them right so i was like god that'd be really cool like live 200 years man you know how much fucking shit you could get done and accomplish and like still be tearing it up be like yeah. going through your midlife crisis at a hundred <laughs> but but it kind of you could afford in. so many miatas and pink sweater vests <laughs> so many dude so all many of it i would just go through a miata stage i guess <laughs> but yeah it's just it's kind of a, it was kind of a funny thing to think about and i think it kind of ties in with what we're talking about is like maybe we just like we get wiser as we get older um and now yeah. we kind of have a platform to talk about it and like push yeah. like what we're talking about on here with like our friends like hey dude mm-hmm. like you good like you need need anything or you know i'm a, i'm really excited about this this coming year we got the patreon coming out and we're gonna have like uh different men from different perspectives and even some females like mm-hmm. if you're in between i just not ready for that i'm 41 i'm just it takes let me fucking let me ease into that conversation, right? <laughs> right? Don't like, hit him with anything too fast. Yeah, you gotta you gotta fucking let me adapt. Give him time to adapt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I gotta chew on it and see if I like the flavor. Shit. You know, fuck. Uh, and that's fine too. We, we'll see how the how things work work out. You know, because we we enjoy mental health conversations. Even though we're not mental health professionals, we enjoy them because they challenge us to be better. Like, well, it's something different, right? Yeah, it's something totally different. And I think that starting off the podcast, it wasn't like the exact road that we were planning on going down. I think mm-hmm. that we've just kind of maneuvered in a fashion that this is kind of a portion of what we got to talk about. Well, I mean, it's, re- it's really important, regardless if it's men's mental health or females' mental health or whatever mm-hmm. in between mental health, right? Mental health is so important because, like, we don't want anybody to, like, call it quits, right? Like, you have more to life to give. And that's really the message that overall we send. And it's cool to me, right, watching your growth because you don't – when I first met you, you were like, I don't have feelings. I'm drunk and I'm happy. Or I'm drunk and I'm mad. Or I'm mad because homework. Or I'm happy because of homework. Whatever it was. That's why <laughs> we first met each probably other. Probably just mad. <laughs> just probably just irritated. Just like just like, you know, you've been walking fucking seven miles with that light stone in the bottom of your, or your uh, boot. Yeah. And you just never fucking stop because you're too stubborn to stop. Yeah. Right. Fuck it. I don't want to take all this shit off. Just take this fucking boot off to find a rock that's this big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Catch back up after I exactly. put all my shit back on. Right. But yeah, I had I had something interesting that I, I you know, since we're kind of on the topic and uh, Christy reached out to me and she's been like one of our coolest at or tribe members ever. Right. Yeah. And she goes, well, you know, talking about like having your having your tribe, having your having your group of people. She's like, well, what do you think it is for women? I was like, I don't know. I have no idea because it seems like whenever there's like, you know, a big female friend group, it seems like somebody's always talking smack about somebody or like, they talk so much shit. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah. And like, we're not females, right? We haven't been in our female friend group. Right. So I was like, I honestly have no idea. I was like, but I think it's definitely important for dudes to have, 
have a group, like a core group of dudes they hang out with. And because like you need that like shot of testosterone, like hanging out with your buddies, doing man shit or just fucking being retarded because we're all fucking children. Like we're all children. Harder. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because like it was a valid question and then she's like, well, do you think that it's important to have, you know, males and females and, and like your, in your group and your core? And I was like, I think that like you should have like a group of friends that, you know, you, there's males and females in, but it's important to like have your dude time and get with your dudes and stuff too. And she was kind of of the mindset, like, yeah, I think it's important because it's really hard to hang out with, with just females. Um, just like in a big group all the time. And I was like, I could, I could see that. I don't really know anything about it, but I could see that like from the stuff that you like, see like whether your wife had a big friend group or, or anything like that. It seemed like there was always some kind of turmoil going on. <laughs> like, and dudes, we just like grunted each other and, and laugh and like, yeah, if we have a whatever. problem with somebody, we typically state the problem and we'll, we'll duke it out. And five minutes later, we'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah, like, exactly. We, it's just a different dynamic or different concepts so of I, just the way our brains work. Yeah. Males I a, versus females. I have a weird thought process. And maybe it's not weird. I don't know. On like <clears throat> female friends and male friends, right? So I'm absolutely happy in my life, right? And so like, I have a lot of female friends. And I look at it in this weird light of like, hey, are you my friend because you're my friend or are you my friend because you want something more? And mm -hmm. I think that females do that to an exponential degree, which is good in an aspect and also bad, right? Like if you're calling a dude to talk shit about your partner, that's wrong. That's, that's kind of weird. That's super not okay. And the other side of that thing, I'm a dude. So I know what dudes want. So I'm like really, really like I keep all my female friends at like one armed distance. Like I like this is as close as you're ever gonna get to me because I know how like physiologically men work, and I also know that there's moments in which you cannot be any, you know, one-on-one -on -one with somebody. So if I am ever mm -hmm. meeting up with an, uh, you know, a female friend, I always have other friends there because I don't ever want to have a misinterpretation of the meaning of that hangout because I am just a nice person and I just try to be a nice person. Right. Um, and I think that's really important. So to speak to what Chrissy's saying, like, here's the thing, like, I'm not a girl either. I have a female. I have no fucking understanding of like why women work the way they do. And I'm never going to try to because it's not going to work. Like, I don't you ever, know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like you ever asked a, a girl, like a lady, like what, what colors are your favorite colors? They come off with some crazy ass, like, well, I like fuchsia. Oh, you like red. <laughs> oh, I like periwinkle. What the fuck is that? Light blue? 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 <laughs> That's baby blue. <laughs> light blue, dark blue, medium blue. What are, what are we looking at? In between? All right, right? Or I like whatever. And, and that, that's an example of like how there's a communication gap between males and females. Because 
I could state something in a very, very monotone, like mm-hmm. just a middle of the road tone. And like, <clears throat> it can come across as me being a dick, but there's mm-hmm. no, there's no, me no being like a implication. Dick yeah. Yeah. It's just a statement of fact from my perspective. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think it's, it's, yeah, it's all, it's all the perspective of kind of what you're going for. Right? And, you know, I'm sure that somebody has that secret recipe for, the females out there and like when she asked me the question i was like uh i was like i don't really know so I, you know i'm not a female but uh, i would imagine you know it would be a little bit more difficult but you tell me you know well i think it all comes down to if something bad happens who's going to show up <laughs> and who's never going to say a word yeah and if you don't have any friends that are that way then you got the wrong friend group like i don't know how to say that to women Cause I don't, they have like 74,000 more feelings than my four. <laughs> right, right, right. Mad, hungry, <laughs> yeah, right. happy, happy, tired. And yeah, whatever it is, like whatever your <laughs> right. four are, like, like that is what it is. Like, I don't, I don't really have that. I don't have that. And I don't think any dude will ever have that. And I don't think that women will ever ex- like understand the fact that like we are simple, cute, uh, simple creatures as men, like. I'd like, yeah. I'd like somebody to reach out, like a female to reach out that like listens yeah. and say like, this is how I manage my, my friend or oh, not yeah. manage, but this is like how I create you know, my friend how group. My, yeah. yeah. My friend group, my female friend group. And a lot of females are more comfortable hanging out with dudes because it's way less emotional Yeah, and dudes are dudes. Dudes are not comfortable hanging out with females. Yeah. It's just. Like the like the dude that's comfortable hanging out with you wants to get in your pants. Let's be real. Yeah, I mean, like if it's like a like a single thing, like everybody. It's a morality thing. Yeah, but I think like as far as like if like I have a a big you know a good group of friends that you know, where they have wives and everything like that, and it's like nobody would ever try and make it past like somebody else's wife, but that or anything like that, but. But we've also like, refined our referring group, though, too. Make sure we, we establish that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. And there's, yeah, there's definitely people out there that you're like, you could, you could trust, you know, in a room with your wife naked and you'd have full trust with them. And then there's other people that are like, no, dude. And like, like, just stay the fuck away. <laughs> like, and no, you, no. you'll, and you'll figure that out as time goes. But yeah, I think, I think as far as like, you know, friends like that, I think, yeah, what, you know, it's not We're, like, I'm not hanging out with your your wife to try and bang your wife or anything like that. You know, it's like if there's if you're in like a you're single dude and you're hanging out with females and stuff like that. Yeah, you probably got like ulterior motives. But, you know, that is what it is. But I think it can go both ways. I think it's I think it's possible to have like friends that are females and and not worry about anything like that or I always, I, I mean, I, I do, I have, I have friends that are females that like, I have no physical attraction to, I don't really care. And even if I did, I, I'm still a moral person in the aspect of like, I'm just not going to make that decision because I have found my partner in life and I always want to try to empower my partner. Right. And so if I detract from empowering my partner, because like there's a concept of, of something else that might be out there. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, I just steer away, away from the situation, right? Like I have great friends 
that are females, like uh, great, great friends. And, and we've had like ups and downs as friends, just like anybody else. But like at the same time though, for me as a dude, they're not inner circle friends. I just, I mm-hmm. just don't, I can't relate on the levels that they need me to relate, but I'm still their friend. I'm a close friend, right? I'm not going to be there for them when they break up with their boyfriend. Cause I don't care that happens. Like life is what it is or, but I'll be there if they need to talk to somebody and I'll listen. And then I'll mm-hmm. say, Hey, I don't know where you're going through. Cause I'm not you, you know, I think that we're both the same way. I think, well, and I think I, t- I totally get your perspective of like, just don't put yourself in that situation. Yeah. You know, whether it's like somebody that's attractive or, or anything like that, like just don't put yourself in that situation. Then, you know, absolutely that nothing could ever go wrong or, you know, mistakes won't be made. Yeah. Right. Don't put yourself in that situation. All it takes is just a little, a little too much alcohol and then you're not you. Yeah. Which as an alcohol company is, is really important to tell people, but at the same time, it's like drink some more, some more mead. So you want some yeah. Bath of hooch? yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. You want some hooch? Uh, drink it at home. Uh, With your wife or your <laughs> don't girlfriend. Go don't, go, don't go out and make bad decisions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it's kind of, it's, it's two like different perspectives for sure. And kind of situational. I know that yeah. there's a lot of people, especially in like the corporate world that, uh, don't want their door shut if there's a female in their office and yeah. it's just one-on-one because so many things can be misconstrued, especially, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and there's been so many times, especially like in the military where somebody's like, oh, sexual harassment, and, like, nothing happened. But they were in there in the office with the door shut so nobody else could hear or anything else. And yeah. it was, like, one person's word against the other. And did anything happen? Nope. But it didn't matter because she said yeah. it. Well, and then yeah. I think that's the hard part for us as men to relate with women to, to be friends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we we have to walk on eggshells. Because yeah, in, our, in, in some cases, I, yeah, you know, there's no, no, there's the, hold on. Let, let's make sure we, we talk about like the bell curve, right? You have the standard, mm-hmm. which is what I'm saying. And then you have the one-offs, which are the people that we associate with in our lives, which are not mm-hmm. going to put us in this situation. Cause like when, as you age, I think that we make smarter choices, mostly. Boat. Mostly age boat. out of it. Age boat. out of it. Boat. Hey, he's just living his, he's living his best life, bro. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. He's waiting all his life to live his life right now. Right today. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's really important. Um, One thing that we do need to make sure that we also understand, like, as a, as a community, right? Whether you're a male or a female or a Ferris wheel or whatever. Um, like we need to empower our partners. And when I, when I talk about that, I I'm saying that in the aspect of like, you have to set a precedent for yourself and lead by example. So that way you can have dude time or girl time or Mm -hmm. first world time. Right. And like, we do that really well with us because like, if there's ever a situation that arises that could be misconstrued, everybody is there to say, Mm-mm. that's not how that worked. That's, that's not how that went down. Nope. No, nope. Nope. 
nope, 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 right? But we want so so on men's mental health, you're only as good as yourself and your surrounding cast. And if you have a partner, your partner is your Scottie Pippen, if you're Michael Jordan, right? That is that is a truth because you cannot go anywhere in your life if you have a terrible supporting partner and or if you're the terrible supporting partner so you need to empower your partner to be as great as they can be and that's really hard because we all have egos mm-hmm. yeah i think at least as like i've got older um i think it's more important to be be positive and be happy for people yeah. than to try and like drag them down or be like uh like i can't i can't believe that happened to that person like that person sucks <laughs> or like you know yeah. like trying to just be more positive than be shitty because i mm-hmm. you know i think we've all spent like a good portion being shitty so now i think it's time to uh try and right those wrongs and try and you know be more positive about it and kind of be more like uplifting and supportive of people down mm-hmm. but I think that's kind of like something that we have to figure out, you know, as we yeah. get older and try to be less assholey. Eh, I don't think you have to be less assholey. I think you're just protecting your own. I think I think you are who you are always, right? <clears throat> and so I think as you grow, you grow into this like you go through different stages, especially with with partners in life, right? So you start off and you're in like that like fucking honeymoon area. Right. Where they can do no wrong. Right. And then you wake up a little bit and then like they're doing shit that irritates you, but you've never communicated it. So you expect that. Right. Like, you know, now they understand like they've never had a pushback on it. Right. And mm-hmm. so so and then you're doing shit that's driving them nuts. Right. And 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 those things end up in big arguments that don't need to be 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 big arguments. They don't have to be conversations you should even have. You just have to establish your expectations. Beyond that, there's also this weird thing that's happening right now where um, there's like real men and then there's these fuck boys and then there's these misogynists, right? And the there's a, a lot of the misogyny is happening right now because of the feminist movement. So it's the counter to it and it's not right, right? It's yeah. It's like, hey, listen, you guys are really good at a lot of things that we're not good at. And we're good at things that you're not good at. Like, I want to see you, like, you know, pick up all of this fucking sheet metal and put it on the roof by yourself. It's not going to happen. Right? I mean, maybe it will. Like, you'll have a random one-off or whatever. But, like, and then they can multitask. And I I can literally barely carry on a conversation with one person at a time, let alone (laughs) think about something else, you know? Mm-hmm. And and so like or they're they're really really good at like like they have that fine detail typically and I'm talking about they being you you female folk they have the fine detail and I'm like living at thirty thousand foot view like I don't yeah. fine detail to me is like let's get this like just enough <laughs> where you can understand it and get it done yeah then they they're like nothing the, more nothing less yeah like i don't i'm not gonna go down that path this is the, the text message conversation like what time when i have to make the house clean no you don't it's fucking al coming over like he knows that we live here as long as there's not dog shit on the floor it doesn't matter no 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 house has got to be clean it's like uh does it though 
Like, it doesn't have to be, like, spotless. Like, like, you don't have to vacuum. We're going to fucking get shit on the carpet. Like, yeah, like, 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 like dirt is going to get tracked in. Yeah, it's like, it's like when I come into your house, like, there's no reason for anything at all of your house to be cleaner than it is when you live in it. Like, and, and from their perspective, it's different. I think the hardest part is when your partner is smarter than you or, or makes more money than you. Right. Yeah. I, I would say that my wife is way smarter than I am mm-hmm. and she does make more money than me, but I don't care. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I just, you know, I, I played up um, Same. and, and like make jokes about it. Cause I think it's, you know, I think it's funny and you know, out kicking your coverage is freaking awesome. Right. Yeah. I mean, like the reality is, is if, if you're leveling up, then you're leveling up. Right. And we lose track of that in the realm of life because like people always like people have egos and mm-hmm. the, and the reality is, is those egos, they're good sometimes, but realistically they're not good most of the time. Yeah. Well, and the thing is too, is I think like some dudes are really, really bothered by not making more than their spouse or, or whatever but they're not looking at it from the perspective of who cares. Like we're, it's all going into the same pot. Like we're taking care of our family and, and, you know, others around us and stuff. So does it really fucking matter? No, you know? I don't, I, yeah. It should never matter. Yeah. If she's into you and she cares about you and she lifts you up when you're down, like she picks you up when you're down and makes you walk the walk while you're down to get through while you're down and she's there when nobody else is that's that's a person for you right same thing for gals right like we've already had conversations about the nice guy fuck the nice guy like the guy for you is the guy for you right Mm -hmm. like the reality is is this right is if you hold yourself accountable to empowering your partner as long as it's not toxic when i'm not talking about like toxic man i'm just talking about like a toxic relationship where somebody's taking advantage of the other yeah right right or then just like that whole matches and gasoline type relationship yeah don't don't do that that's not good just just don't yeah it's in the yeah definitely you're always gonna have to work at it right it's never gonna be perfect so you know always keep that in mind but yeah, it's it's never going to end either. Like every day you have to wake up and be committed to making the appropriate changes. Yeah. And there's so many people out there now that are just like um, immediately like ready to throw in the towel and just get a divorce because it's easier. Yeah. And like, that's one of those things where like, I'm not, I'm not into it. Like, I'm not just going to, I'm not throwing in the towel. <laughs> like, sorry, bro. You're stuck with me. And you know, yeah. she says the same thing to me. She's like, sorry, dude like you're stuck with me <laughs> so it's like but like you're constantly working at stuff constantly getting better you know mm-hmm. figuring out different ways to communicate or or like stay um stay not committed but like stay like active in your relationship yeah it's you a know? real big it's a real big step yeah because like so. people get comfortable and then just stop caring you know yeah stop like caring stop like trying to take care of each other make each other happy or or you know things like that so i don't know Mm -hmm. i i mean 
like the same thing isn't gonna work for everybody. No, no, you got to fill it out and you got to work it out and you have have to have open conversations. Which this podcast is maybe way better at. I'm still, I have still so much to learn though in life. Like I have <laughs> so much. Like right, I, even if even though that you and I talk like weekly and daily and hourly and whatever it is, like I still think that we can be better as best friends and brothers. You know, and, and same thing with, with Doc and Tro and everybody else. It's like this con, like, you know, I, I have a quote that I, I actually put in the, in, into the newsletter and I want to read it real quick. But this also applies to us in communication, right? So the quote's called hard work. So <clears throat> hard work, struggles, heartache, and strife, these are the prerequisites for greatness. Once you've, pr- you've, your perceived greatness is achieved. Innovation, continued education, and hard work become your tradecraft. So let's let's t- stop real quick and talk about that real quick. So, in a, in a relationship, you are doing all of those things. You're working hard, right? You have tons of struggle. You have hard heartache. You have strife, whether it's financial strife or whatever that is, right? Those. If you can work through those and you can figure out how to work through those with your partner and empower your partner and and they're empowering you, then you move to a different level, right? Like you've ascended basic relationship status, right? So once your perceived greatness is achieved, innovation, continued continued education, wow, that was fucking hard to say, (laughs) and hard work become your tradecraft, right? So... Think about that, right? In a relationship or in your life, right? You've achieved greatness. This is the greatest thing that you've ever had, but it's not going to stay, right? So you have to work for it. You have to continue, like continuously educate yourself on how to communicate with your partner and empower your partner and love your partner, right? You have to work harder than anybody else and you have to innovate new ways to create that physical and emotional connection that we all need to be mm-hmm. better right and that also goes on any anything any other aspect of your life reflection on your journey becomes the standard so you look back and see where you were and how you've grown and how you can can continue to be better right and growth becomes a second nature so you're now just constantly growing because you're focusing on this right so when you've achieved all of this You've achieved all of these things. It's time to rinse and repeat the cycle. You're going to consistently receive struggles, heartaches, and strife. You're going to have to work harder than anybody else for what you want. And if you don't think that's true, then you've never achieved greatness. You've just lucked out, right? And you're not, that luck isn't going to last for a lifetime. It's never going to be there for a lifetime. Well, and it's, it's perceived greatness too, right? Like I, yeah. I, I, I can't see the quote, right? But I think it's perceived, it's like self-perceived um, yeah. greatness. And I think it might not be, you know, in the quote, it doesn't sound like it's this, you know, big, huge, like crowning achievement that everybody knows. It's just mm-hmm. your self-perceived greatness. Like yep. this is, yeah. this is what I was trying for. This is the steps that I took to get here. I'm here. Right. What's next? What's so my that, next goal? Right. And so in that exact same statement, right. That you just said, so. Once you've achieved these things in your own mind, it's time to rinse and repeat the cycle. 
for greatness does not stay with the lazy, the weak, or the weak-hearted, or the vain. Mm-hmm. Remember to work harder than li- than anyone else, and when life gets hard, work harder than life. That's my quote, and I wrote it actually um, when we experienced the first few hiccups with the bearded Viking Meat Company. But it applies to so many aspects of life. It's not just about yourself. It's about your relationships. It's about your career. It's about everything, your education, whatever you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's it's definitely important that we don't stop, right? Because once we've yeah. gotten, you know, once we get to brewing in the meadery, it's not over. Then That's the beginning. Our next goal is, you know, here. And then after we hit that, you know rinse and repeat and <laughs> we got another whole fucking set of gold you know so it's like it is it's constantly turning over and changing and it took us longer than we wanted to get to you know step one but that's the goal and mm-hmm. it's not to be like short-sighted or we it's hard to plan for things that you have no idea about right yeah uh, and what we're doing we have no idea I mean, we have a a little bit of an idea, but like as far as, you know, everything in the future, the things that are to come, we have some people that can give us guidance, but we don't really have an exact idea of what's going to happen. Now, I so, mean, and, uh, it's good. Sorry. We're, we're just constantly going to be kind of reinventing the wheel because we've never done it before. Yeah. We and, didn't even know the wheel was round. Right. It might not be. <laughs> <laughs> right now it's a triangle right, right now it might not be <laughs> but we're just like yeah. a tank rolling on tracks we're just trying to blast through stuff but yeah we'll we'll rinse and repeat over and over and over again and, and it's really important to do that in your personal life and your, your for you for your partner uh, which is, should be your closest relationship with your friend group like your your close friends it's really really important to emphasize those things because if you don't then you end up on this thing of complacency and complacency kills it's never mm-hmm. not killed it's it's like father time it's undefeated like it really <laughs> reigning champ reigning champ dude complacency <laughs> fucking murders everything that you think that is good right an example of that is blood light when they went woke they thought mm-hmm. that they were the fucking the top dog and then they went woke and they did their thing and now and then they lost hundreds of billions of dollars. That's fucking crazy, right? Because they got mm-hmm. complacent with the brand. Well, and the thing is, too, is like there's some people that are going back back to them and stuff. And that's OK. Like even like Kid Rock was like, you know, I think they I think they paid for it. You know, they paid for it. Like, yeah. And this was a guy that was like shooting machine guns into, you know stacks of bud bud light and he's like i think they you know they served their time they paid for it he's like i you know he's like i didn't want to condemn the company forever i just wanted them to stop getting involved in shit that they shouldn't be in you know and that's yeah. uh you know not a direct quote it's just kind of like the, more, the yeah it's an it's more, a yarl quote it's it's just like more or less what he was what he was getting at um from you know yarl yarl from my perspective yeah And, and he's, he's right, you know, but the problem is, is all those people that went away from the company because of that bullshit, they found other beers that they liked. Yeah. There's a lot of people that found other beers and stuff that they liked and they're sticking with that. And, you know, some people will go back and it's whatever, 
Um, it'll always be a, it'll always be a funny joke, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know the reality is is like, can they come back from it? Yeah, they probably will at some point. It's gonna take some time. It's definitely gonna take some time for that company yeah. to come back the way they were before. But mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll I'm sure they'll get there. But yeah, there's I think a lot of people found out other shit that they liked because so. they didn't want to yeah. be part of the bullshit. But 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 take that to your personal life too, right? All it takes is a bad decision with mm-hmm. your partner with your partner, right? Like mm-hmm. the reality is 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 we are literally always one decision away from ruining our own lives. Yeah, just from wrecking shit. Yeah. <laughs> wrecking like, crew. Right? And don't be a wrecking crew, right? Be a mead head, be a mead maiden, but don't make dumb choices. And if you make dumb choices, own it. Be accountable and like make sure your friends are holding you accountable and you're holding your friends accountable. Like we've talked about this like ad nauseum, like to the point where like you can't be the dead horse, right? But you really have to say it often so that you live that truth, right? So I can remind you yourself. Yeah, we've lived it so long that we even like we lived it so long that we forgot the, the the core values of of who we are and we didn't reach out to one or two individuals that needed us to reach out mm-hmm. right and then that same go- thing goes to your spouse your your partner your whatever you want to call them your fucking fellow ferris wheel whatever um like you have to reach out and you have to focus on them because they're they're going to only be a mirror of you with your commitment and that's how humans are right like oh, they commit to that counterpoint much. yeah so all right so let's let's wrap up the men's mental health part so hold your friends accountable and empower your partner power them to the point where they can't do anything else but empower you back because you are so supportive and if you're in a relationship where you're not receiving empowerment back probably look at your relationship status talk have about open, it yeah talk about yeah. it have it over conversation and if that conversation changes it doesn't come out the way that it needs to come out then look at yourself and see decide whether or not you're in a situation that's good for you and good for them and make that decision from there all right so gonna move on i actually have do we do we have time to move on we, i'd give a fuck dude like we got we got like 20 ish minutes <laughs> He's, he, the bow ain't got no uh, net zero anymore. He got he got Google Google Fiber. Yeah, he's fibering now, bro. He's fibering now. So whatever. He threw his AOL disc away. Facts. He he just he just crumpled that shit up in the mail. <laughs> no, I will not adhere anymore. All right. So we had a great conversation earlier this week with a dear friend and dear listener. Uh, in regards to, you, you remember what Murph was sending us? Oh yeah, that was funny. Yeah. So, so on our last podcast, or one of our last, I, I can't, I, like they all are the same to me because we're just hanging out and talking about cool shit. Um, so the Murph, Rob, this is for you. Um, we're talking about the pyramids and all the, like all the gold and, um, like Egyptian artifacts that were found in the Grand Canyon. Oh, hey. shit. 
Bless you. Sorry, I was just, I'm allergic to Rob's bullshit. <laughs> anyway. So, his, yeah, his, his, his argument was pretty funny, though. He's like, well, the Smithsonian, the Smithsonian said it isn't real. So, and there's no, did you just dap? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> like a sneeze dap? Um, Perfect. But, yeah, so he's like, if the Smithsonian says that it's not real, then... You know, it's probably, and the, there was never any record of him, and yada, yada, yada. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Go on, Duck, Duck, go and pull everything up. And, like, the first three articles are, like, the Smithsonian this, Smithsonian that, and then it goes, like, into the meat of it, and, like, where the article was and, and all that stuff that was, that he, you know, that was written and put in the paper and everything. I was like, don't you think that if the Smithsonian says that it's not true, it's probably a pretty solid fact that it's true. Right. 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 So <laughs> my, my, my response to him, I thought it was pretty e- like evident, like of like, Hey, and, and this is where we got you. Motherfucker. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha bitch. Right? <laughs> it was at what point did you start trusting the federal government? Well, I don't. Oh, <laughs> so, bing, bang, so, boom. Right. Gotcha, bitch. Love you, man. But like the, the the thing is is like you can't trust anything anymore on, on the internet. Like you really can't. Like you don't even it's have so, to trust it's us. So, like, it's so filtered, dude. It's so bad. It, it, it's so weird. It's super fucking annoying because like it used to be this great tool and now it's just like not. Right. Do you wanna do you wanna talk about something just out like completely outlandish? Let's do it. I just like wanna I, let Rob know that you're fucking wrong. <laughs> um so like when you go and like you're kind of trolling YouTube and like I like to listen to like some uh of like the fictional like scary stories and stuff like that, like creepy pasta yeah. stuff. Yeah. And uh to me it's it's kinda cool, it's funny and like it just like the imagination that some people have is pretty awesome. But you hear or yeah, you hear a lot of the stories that have to do with like zombies or like mm-hmm. a secret zombie outbreak and like the government goes and quells it or like they found it in a lab or something. Weird. So, so like so some of these stories are so like, they're so crazy that it seems like they might be true. Like somebody telling the story, like a real story in a fictional format. Yeah. They don't want to get Yeah. They don't want to get Hillary, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, are there really zombies? Are there's, are they like in a lab somewhere or is somebody created the virus and been able to like, keep it under wraps for i mean they created you know other things in a lab right and look at us now but is there is there like a legit zombie virus out there let me let me ask you this question right so like we have all these stories about like vampires right Mm -hmm. right where they're like this fucking like under like like they're basically the deep state Mm mm-hmm have you ever seen a picture of Jeffrey Epstein and, and Thomas Jefferson next to each other? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Right? Yeah. So it's, it's, it's this weird thing that I, I like, I had like subconscious, like subconsciously admitted to myself, this is real. But like, I start seeing more and more and more of these things, right? Where like, you have like a zombie quilled apocalypse that's about to break out. Right. And Jack Bauer fucking shows up and murders all the fucking zombies. Right. 
<laughs> his latest right. episode of 24, right? Right. right? right. Keith, Keith or Sutherland's over there fucking just murdering fucking just zombies. Fucking and nobody, them. every fucking, nobody ever cares, right? And he's mm-hmm. only got like 13 rounds in his fucking 9 mil. That never reloads. <laughs> that never reloads. But yeah. like, like you, like, okay, maybe. And then you have like vampirism, vampires, which we all, t- we talked about before, where it was like, like, what would you rather be, a vampire or a werewolf? Well, yeah, a werewolf, because fucking, I don't want my shot, my like, skl- my skin to glimmer. Yeah, I want to like, go out in the daytime. I, I like the sun. Get a sand, suntan, yeah. Yeah, like, it's well, there's weird. Like, there's like lots of things that, like, it's like they're vampires or they're uh, lizard people or, you know, just, there's a whole like sleuth of, I, aren't aren't there something vampires else. anyways? Yeah, not not like necessarily, but yeah, like you see like the picture of like Keanu Reeves, and then you see the dude from the 1800s that looks exactly like Keanu Reeves and his stuff. And I'm like, earlier we we're talking about living to 200, and like, what if some of these people are really like? Maybe that's how they got it all figured out, bro. Is like even though oh. there's like one with Eddie Murphy too, where the guy looks exactly like Eddie Murphy, has like the same gap and everything in his teeth and. And I'm like, wait, hang on. Maybe some of this shit's true. <laughs> it's, no, it's, a, I mean, it's a total trip. It's really weird because we talked about MKUltra and like having the media in front of you and they're telling you stories and all these things about what's about to happen, right? And mm-hmm. it's like this weird premonition that they're doing. They don't know they're doing, but they're doing, right? It's weird because I look at it in this crazy thing, right? So let's 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 start off the, this this piece with we all know that Jeffrey Epstein is not dead. He was a Mossad yeah. agent who's been alive for fucking 400 years. Dude, he's like, like it's so weird because, and the thing is, is like, if this is, if it really is like people living for a long time, then now they're going to have to do something drastic. So these people can start over and continue because there's, there's TV now, there's films, there's cameras. So people, that may have like been alive for a long time. They can't, they, hide, they can't hide it now. No, no, There's, they can though. Here, here, here's how. So did you watch the thing that I sent you about the fucking ancient microchips from like Tartaria? Oh yeah. 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 All right. So here's the thing, right? So theoretically they found like these ancient microchips in a fossilized form. So I don't know how true this is, right? For me, it's a stretch, right? I, I believe in a lot of things, but this is a stretch for me to believe, right? But they're, like, found, like, microchips from, like, 2,000 years ago, which makes sense for a lot of the things we've talked about in the podcast, the monoliths and all these things, right? These mm-hmm. crazy, yeah. like, this crazy math ability that we don't have anymore because, like, we're dumb now. We're dumb now, yeah. Right? And so, like, there's this, this theory that there was a great extinction, so... Known human record or known record, historical record says there's five great extinctions. Cool. But what happened to Tartaria? What happened to all of these things? Like what, where, how, like people like look at the pyramids and they're like, we don't know how they did that. Because the closest place for granite was like 500 miles away. And you're trying to tell me that they drug that shit there on oxes? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I, like, I think what you're saying though is that they've they can re they can re- restart they can knock it down and restart again yeah. and 
but that's something big. They have to do something big to continue doing exactly. what they're doing. That that's what I'm saying. But the, yeah, there's the same the same group of people or or things beings are like, well, that experiment didn't work out this way. Let's move on to experiment. Like Let's hit the again. kill button. Let's try yeah. again. Right. Yeah. Like the ones that'll live, they'll you know repopulate it or whatever, and then we can start over again. But yeah, it's kind of like an interesting thing to think about. And it's not even paranormal. It's just like. Is it it's just like it's thought provoking, right? Is that really what's happening? Is that what's been happening for the last 247 years or whatever? We're, we're almost 100% on conspiracy theories at this point in my life. <laughs> Dude, I know. We're like, we're batting a thousand right now, I think. Like, like the only one that I have that's a conspiracy theory is not really real, but could be real. It's because the fashion industry like rules the world, right? Like, like John F. Kennedy was assassinated by those two lookers on the fucking grassy knoll. And they're they're actually uh, hand models. <laughs> it's like Zoolander shit. <laughs> that's the only one that's not real, but it's, it pos- it's Maybe, possible. Uh, there was that one lady that nobody could figure out who she was, yeah, and then they right, found but, out she was a CIA agent. Right. And she didn't even move when the gunshots went off, so it's like, yeah, it's eh, like eh, she knew she's a robot. She was there. She's a vampire. Yeah. I don't know what she was, yeah. but yeah. she was just doing her job. Yeah, <laughs> like she's like surprise, bitches. Yeah, and then there's that video of like the dude reaching back that's in the car with Kennedy shooting Kennedy, and clipping the governor. Like there's all there's so much, and like they said they were gonna release the files, and then the files haven't been released, so. It's like at this point, almost everybody that's involved with it is dead now, but they're yeah. still so terrified to release those files unredacted because oh, there's going to be something huge in there that is going to fuck something up. And that's why right. they won't do it. What do you know about Julius Assange? The WikiLeaks guy? Yeah. Jul- Julian? Julian Assange? Ju- Julian. Yeah, Julian. Sorry, Jul- I said Julius, but yeah. I was thinking like Julius Caesar, same same. It's <laughs> close enough. What do you know about him? I mean, the, like the first the cl- whistleblower, the cliff, the, the cliff notes. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he pretty much has files on everybody, and he's yeah. not been charged with anything, and he's still having to live in like an embassy because they keep wanting to extradite him for crimes that he hasn't been charged with. Did you see what came out today? No, I didn't. So CIA is under indictment for improper uh, monitoring of his, of a U.S. citizens. Um, so this is after the nine, the what was it, the nine eleven bill, the Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, oh, so his Fourth Amendment, the violation of his Fourth Amendment. Yeah. So. So now the CIA is an, uh, is uh, under investigation, which means all of the files about him are now public record. Is that true? Yeah. Is their public record? Yeah. Because I thought I saw it like twenty five times today. I have. I, I like, can't see. I, I, I'm like on the news right now, and I can't see anything about well, Assange I mean, unless it's yeah. like page ten news. It, of course, it's gonna be buried in the background. Uh, it's like you're right next to the fucking like obituaries. It's right, ne- right, right next to the shitter. Is <laughs> yeah. the back of the airplane? <laughs> yeah, right. So like the thing is, is it like because of that, 
because the CIA is an, uh, under investigation. Hey, CIA, by the way, we like what you do 67% of the time, every time. Oh, man, like, I don't know. Like the FBI is fucking dirty. The CIA seems like they were good guys, but they might be bad guys now. Like, it's 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 very confusing. I don't even know where we're at in the world anymore because, like, we used to be, like, the good guys, and now we're the bad guy. We're the villain. It's like I, that I weird, feel like that we weird are quote. the villain in the movie. Yeah, we're the, yeah, we're the yeah. weird quote. You, you live long enough as the hero to become the villain, and so yeah. we're that. Yeah, now. yeah, we're we're Batman running from the cops right now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's it's a trip. Yeah. So anyway, look it up, dude. Because like, I saw it. And we've been busy all day. I was just sending the information so that way you could rabbit hole, but also know you have like a party plan tonight. So like, I was gonna send it to you till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it'll like, it'll I, give me some time to do some light reading. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because like now because the investigation is happening, right? And it's being they're being the 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 CIA is being investigated. Now all of it the the names are redacted, right? Cuz you can't expose spies. Which is fine. I don't care. I don't care what you guys do in the dark. Like I, like I sleep really good on top of a mountain because you do some shit in the dark. It's fine. But when it starts infringing on American rights, that's where I do start caring. Well, and the thing, <clears throat> you'll have to send it to me because I can't see, I can't find anything right now. But, but the stuff about his extradition, and it looks like his next um, appeal, or his ne- next and final appeal um, for his extradition is in February. But yeah, that's 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 interesting. I'm really curious about. Um, what the CIA is doing. Yeah, I'm not curious about it that much because. I well, I think he has the potential. Then they're afraid of him. The governments are afraid of him. The U.S. government is definitely afraid of him. So that's why they've made him an enemy of the state without charging him really with anything. Right. So it's super fucking weird, dude. Yeah, well, and it's like they tried to do it to Snowden too. And I think that's still ongoing. It's like anybody that has anything on these fucking guys and starts to release those, release those truth bombs is all of a sudden now an enemy. And it, the dude's not even from the United States. Like uh, who cares if, you know, just because he found the shit and he's releasing it and some of it might be, you know, painful to people that are in power, but don't be fucking shitty, and then you don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah, just fucking be a good person. Uh, all right, so not really like as much paranormal as we we wanted, or we normally do. A lot That's of conspiracy. More like conspiracy, yeah, conspiracy yeah. shit for sure. It's like conspiracy corner with vampires, um, <laughs> lizard people, whatever. Lizard people, yeah, yeah. Totally Fuck good. you guys. I can't wait for the boat to edit this and be like. Fuck, I thought we were going to talk about paranormal shit. Now we're in Conspiracy <laughs> Corner. Son of a bitch, this keeps happening. Fuck, fuck. I'm going to tell him to watch the whole like the whole thing the whole time all the way through and then come back and edit, <laughs> like, edit it the right way. Um, all right, cool. So I think we're we're about ready to wrap up, but like some good, good food for thought, right? Like I, I think from my perspective, if there's this like saying like seeing is not believing – but believing is seeing. 
Mm-hmm. I don't think that's real anymore. No, everything is like in the shadows, right? The yeah, only thing that you, the only thing that you have control of, is you, and like your family, and kind of. just maybe, you. yeah. Well, and like I guess the only thing that you have like a real scope on is like you, your family, and those people that are around you, and yeah. they might have different ideas than you, but that like that core that's what's going to keep you safe if something bad goes down and that's who you know they're going to turn to you you're going to turn to them because different people have different skills and we can't make it by ourselves if you are a meathead or a mead maiden rally point read point (laughs) rally point read point (laughs) rally point romeo yeah so i think we can wrap up we have a lot to unpack on the next episode Dude, let's wrap it like a holiday I ham. Can, I cannot wait for Doc to come in and give a Ryan's Rants fucking moment about this. I know. We should we should have him. We should save that topic uh, and just do it again him. just for Ryan's Rants. We should probably just do a whole episode about that. No, yeah, no, I think, no men's mental health. Just, just conspiracy corners. Just throw them at, like, <laughs> conspiracy. See what you got. He'll say plausible. It's plausible. It's plausible. It's plausible. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let me do some shout outs real quick. Um, Cool. So uh, I want to do some shout outs for non companies today. Not for non companies. Yeah. Like, like, like we need to do some shout outs to people who are just repping our shit. Oh, to people. Just, just our peeps. Just our crew. Yeah. Yeah, The et. The et. The et. Or the tribe or whatever you want to call us, but it's called an et. Anyway, A-E-T-T. Um, all right. I want to start off with um, some people that, that have been here the entire time. They like, comment, and subscribe to our page. Make sure you all are commenting, please. Like We're just growing this, and we want more people to see it. And like there's an algorithm that we have to do. I don't actually really like to beg for that shit. And if you made this far, made it this far, then like you're here. <laughs> Right. So I'd like to do a shout out to I'm gonna start off with the ladies first. Amber Lukes and Christy Blankenship. Awesome. Fucking been mead maidens the entire time. <laughs> the entire <laughs> the entirety of us, right? Uh huge shout out to John Hook, uh John Wall, Nick Halverson. You guys are like literally make this podcast fun. Because you guys are awesome. Give us great feedback. Great information. I love it. And I talk massive to... amounts of shit. It's awesome. Facts. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, Rob, Bryce, even though you're wrong. <laughs> love you, man. Uh, super love it. Uh, and to the boat as well for doing all the editing because it's like freed up. Legit out. could not do it without could... it. Nah, not at all. Um, Bob Campbell, Marty Hopes. Thanks, gents. Love you guys. Yeah, Martin Antonio for allowing us to use his intro. Michael Summers, his for his outro. And mm-hmm. to our partners. Right. Natasha. That put up, that put up with our work. Yeah. Natasha, <laughs> Justine, and Mona. Like, you guys put up with all of our bullshit because, like, I'm sure that we have chores to do. 
Always. Every time. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's, and she's prepping for a party upstairs right now. By herself. And, <laughs> and, and, yeah. And, and yelling at the kids. Mona's upstairs <laughs> cook, cooking uh, some like, you know, beer batter shrimp with her mom. Nice. Like, I just want to let you guys know we all love you. We love you all from the bottom of our heart. And uh, this podcast could not go without y'all. We're going into a new year. Yeah. So, hey, happy new year, motherfucker. Happy new year. Yeah. By the time you all hear this, it'll be the new year. So it'll be 24. It's weird. So tonight, the party that we're throwing, we decided a couple days we're just going to throw a party. Yeah. And we're doing it is the 20, a 20 themed, themed party. So we got to bring the 20s back since we're living in the 20s, right? Bro, I'm going to just be Jack Bauer. Jack. Jack Bauer. Because of 24. <laughs> You're so lame. <laughs> I, don't be jealous I'm if so jack jealous. bauer wishes he could grow a beard this good dude it's real so he might i don't know happy new year's motherfuckers happy i'm blanco bearded one i'm here y'all stay weird beardos cheers drink your fucking water i had a hydrate Your mind was made up Once you walk through the door